Surf Scale Soar family, you are in for a treat today because I have one of my good Instagram buddies, Shannon, on from Boutique Social DC. She works with online women entrepreneurs to help them step up their social media game. But what I love even more is she works locally in her community in DC. And so she's passionate about helping small business owners grow a community around their brand and get results through organic proven social media strategies. And what we're talking about today is how to set up workshops to get clients in your community. No matter if you're in a small little town like Salem, Virginia, where I was from, or a big city in DC, we are breaking that all down, what it looks like, some ideas of topics you can use, and how to go about booking these and what to charge. This is not an episode you're going to want to miss. So stay tuned and let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Hello, Serve Scale Store family. I am so excited because today I have my friend Shannon on the podcast and we are talking all about how to actually take your services from online to offline, doing a event workshop. I see Shannon doing these all the time on her Instagram and I'm always so intrigued. So Shannon, please tell my listeners just who you are as a person and what you do as a business. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Brandy. And hi, I'm Shannon McKinstry, and I live in Alexandria, Virginia. So we're right outside of DC. I'm a wife, mom, and I have a background in communications and marketing, which led me to really fall in love with social media when it came about and went from kind of fun and games to professional and business. I decided I'm going to make a career out of this had a job in social media marketing for a couple of years, then had my daughter and decided I can do this on my own. I think <laughs> started my business. It was really messy, but I just started and now it's blossomed into something I could have never imagined. I love that. I love that so much. So tell us like, do you provide services now? I know you do your workshops, but are you providing like one-on-one services? I also know you have a membership. So tell us a little bit about like what your business looks like. Yeah. So I, I think people still find it kind of funny that I still do social media management, but I just love it so much that it's still kind of the heart and soul of my business. So I offer social media management as well as a mentorship program for other online businesses and specifically social media managers who are looking to just, you know, grow and scale. And I also, like you said, have a membership with my business partner, Emily, and that's called the Social Squad Society, where we give our members monthly caption templates for social media, quote images, and then we do a masterclass bonus training and live Q&A every single month. Ah, I love that. And I've had the privilege of being in your community. I feel like we've like been going back and forth, helping each other for a while. And I love that because Shannon actually found me on Instagram (laughs) and we connected in DM and like, it's just been so fun. And I think we connected like right when I started my journey. Yeah. So it has been so great. And I am notorious for stealing Shannon's hashtags. (laughs) Good. I'm so glad. (laughs) 
We're all in this together. (laughs) Yeah. And so I just, I love what you're about. I love what you're doing. And I think it's so funny when people are like, oh, wait, you still offer services because I still offer Facebook ad services. Right. And it's like, I always say it's like that steady income. Like even when, uh, you know, like if things are going wrong with courses, memberships, anything like that, that steady income. And for us, that's like my salary is what my Mm -hmm. Facebook ad business brings in and all the other stuff's just to run the business extra, all that, and to pursue passion projects. But it is like, people are like, wait, you still offer services? And it's like, absolutely. Why wouldn't I? Right. Well, and I think it's good for us to just stay on top of it and know all the trends because it is constantly changing. Absolutely. So if I'm not in there doing it. I can't really teach it either. <laughs> so no, I um, feel the same way. So I get yeah. that. Okay. And before we get into these workshops, I just found out that before Shana and I were chatting and I'm so passionate about families just making choices that work for them and creating a new generation where kids are growing up in houses where it's not a nine to five grind. If the family doesn't want it, it's not like about living the life like I grew up in nothing wrong with that, but parents have no work mm-hmm. all the time. And I just found out, Shannon, your husband is at home too, which I think is amazing. He works a job, but from home. And can mm-hmm. you tell my listeners, what is that like having your husband home every day, all day? <laughs> it's interesting. We've gotten better, but you know, before I'd be like, I forget he's here. because <laughs> He has his office and his is a lot more, you know, very, you know, he's got a team and, you know, government job. So <laughs> when I hear him talking, I'm like, gosh, we, we, we live in two very different worlds. So it's kind of funny, but you know, I'm a lot more flexible, but it's just nice having him a home. You know, if someone has to talk to me or, you know, the only time they can meet is a certain time and we have to pick up our daughter, he's there to help. So it's, it's a major blessing for sure. We try to sneak out for lunch dates every once in a while because <laughs> we both are just very hungry, hardworking people. So it's good. We kind of stay out of each other's way. <laughs> He's got the office and I kind of just, I don't know. I've always loved working for my couch. I know that's not ideal for a lot of people. I just have a really cozy nook in our, my home that I love and get really creative. But I also like to just get out of the house and go to coffee shops. So sometimes we'll do that. We try to keep it fun since we are lucky enough to do it. So, you know, it's a good way to connect and get to know each other more because you know how life goes with kids. And so, yeah, it's, it's nice, but I definitely, the only <laughs> advice I would give people is make sure you take advantage every once in a while and go have a day date or something. Absolutely. And it's definitely, I think right now as we're recording this, we're in the midst of Corona. Yes. And so a lot of people are finding out what it's like to have spouses at home <laughs> and the added distractions that sometimes that causes. And um, we are going to have Austin on the podcast soon and talk all about this, but I was so intrigued. I love hearing when both parents are home. I think, I don't know about you, but I know that like for my daughter, it's just, wow, what an experience to have both parents Mm -hmm. home and not one of them leaving for the whole day and then coming home and cranky and things like that. So I think there's a lot of power in that. Oh, totally. I, I grew up with, you know, raised by a single mom and, you know, I wouldn't really see her till like. 637 at night. And that was one of the main reasons when I had the opportunity to start my own business, I went for it. Cause I was like, this means I can take him to ballet and pick her up from school. And I feel very, you know, privileged to be able to do that. But it's one of the main reasons I started my business. 
I love that. And I know so many listeners are going to relate to that, Yeah, but I know they tuned in to hear all about these <laughs> workshops. So tell me a little bit about like, when did you start doing live workshops and how did you get started doing them? Yeah. So my business journey was very different. You know, I think or if anyone's followed my journey, they know I'm very honest. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I, um, my mom's in real estate. I have friends in real estate. I figured let's start with realtors because one, I know how much real estate agents have to stand out on social media because here in DC, everyone's a realtor. <laughs> so I began, I just asked the brokerage where my mom was, would you mind if I just taught a class? Cause I didn't have any clients. I had nothing. And I just wanted to start and I thought it'd be fun to begin with realtors because I know that world. So my suggestion to people, if they don't know where they want to start with a niche, maybe start with people in an industry you're familiar with, feel comfortable with, if you aren't already set on what you want your niche to be. So I came to them, I gave them a presentation I made on PowerPoint. It was not very pretty, but it just explained the importance of social media to realtors. And I went in there, you know, I think there were maybe five people in the class and I was so nervous, like sweating and freaking out. Uh, and I left with three clients, three social media clients. And I realized, cause this is back then Brandy, when really Instagram wasn't taking off yet business wise, my workshop was only about Facebook and LinkedIn. So I didn't even have an Instagram account. Instagram has since become you know, where I get about 80% of my business. But back then it was Facebook and LinkedIn. So I went in, pitched kind of, and just kind of shared my knowledge and the importance and the mistakes I see people making. And I left with three social media management clients and I said, oh my gosh, that worked. So I kept going and I just kept improving. And then I went from presentation to a workshop. And actually it was from posting something on LinkedIn. And uh, it was about realtors and giving advice to realtors and a title company reached out to me and said, we would love for you to come in and do a workshop with our clients. And it was that title company that really just put me on a launch pad and my business skyrocketed because then all these realtors in DC knew who I was and they saw me as the expert. And this, again, this is back when I maybe had maybe a thousand followers on Instagram maybe 500 connections on LinkedIn and a hundred likes on Facebook. So I realized kind of there's a, there's something really magical about connecting with your local community, finding a niche, number one, number two, connecting with local people and businesses around that niche in your community. Cause when you can meet people face to face and you know, you're say you're like me, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a coach. I didn't know what to do. All I knew was if I went somewhere and shared what I knew, that that would be a good start. And I would say to people, I wouldn't have a business without two things, hashtags and workshops. <laughs> Those are the two things that have really helped me grow. That's amazing. I feel like that's going to be the title of the show, <laughs> hashtags and workshops. So I love that. And so one, there's so much power in LinkedIn and I yes. teach LinkedIn and we'll link up the episode where we talk about LinkedIn, but that's how I started getting my local clients when I was testing out the waters to figure out if I wanted to work with course creators, local businesses. And I went to LinkedIn and I still get people that DM or it's not DMing on LinkedIn, but <laughs> messaging me and asking 
team, like, Hey, can you do my ads? And I'm like, ah, I don't work with local businesses, but it's, there's so much power in LinkedIn and the algorithm is so friendly. So I love that you just posted and you know, things started to move for you. And that also you weren't trying to pack out the room. You said you started with five people and I think there's a lot of power in that. And you started with an industry you already knew. Yes. Okay. So now that you're doing these, uh, how are you getting them set up? Are you, is it with the same company every time? Do you charge? Like how do these workshops get scheduled? Right. So that's another thing I suggest to people because I really don't have the time to set this, these up anymore. I don't have the time, unfortunately, to figure out logistics and all that. So when you find a place like maybe a co-working space in your, in your nearest city, if you find something within that, you know, obviously is in line with what you do and what you're selling, the power in using a place like I have like brokerages, title companies, co-working spaces. I've worked a lot with local co-working spaces because they put it on their email list and they blast it. That's it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't have to do hardly any marketing and it's really a really cool thing. Cause I think what people, and this is, this was my struggle in the beginning was confidence and just thinking no one would take me seriously. That was always my struggle in the very beginning. And I know if it wasn't for these real estate brokerage or the title company pushing this out and singing my praises, I don't think I'd be here because they did it. And they assured me that yeah, Shannon, you are the expert and people value what you provide. And it was what it was what I needed. So if someone's out there just really feeling like I can't do this, I can't do this, let them sell for you. <laughs> let them establish you as the expert. I mean, they did it for me. And I gained everyone's trust immediately because everyone trusted them and they trusted me and it just became kind of a team thing. So now with uh the title company I work with, we were actually supposed to <laughs> it was supposed to kick off two weeks ago, but obviously with coronavirus, we're now gonna move it virtual. But so they, they run it on Eventbrite, they charge it and, you know, they get 30%, I get 70%. And yeah, so that's how that works is, you know, obviously I'm using their space, I'm using all of their equipment and they're doing all the marketing. <laughs> so I think it's a very fair split and they've always been so kind to me. So I think if you find a team of either, especially I've worked with co-working spaces that are specifically for female entrepreneurs here in DC. I've done two workshops with two different co-working spaces like that. And same thing. I mean, they send it out. I charge the co-working space. They charge tickets. And it's a great system because I hardly, I just show up and that's it. And, you know, with the way my business has grown, it's amazing to find opportunities where people are trying to lift other entrepreneurs up. Like the title company, they want to help me. And the co-working space, they want to help me too. I love that. And I think like one co-working spaces, duh, that's so mm -hmm. genius. I wasn't even thinking about that, but they're always looking to host, like they need to host like mixers and workshops yes. and things like that to get people in the door. So that's so smart. And then also another thing that came to my mind, cause I know some of my listeners are like, but I live in a small town. It's right. not DC or Tampa. Right. And there's chamber of commerce, but even in small towns, like you know where I'm from, Shannon, like super yes. tiny, like Salem, yeah. Virginia, they have a co-working space. Yeah. So uh, you just have to get creative. And yeah. I love 
that this is how you're doing it. I think this is so smart. And now my wheels are turning like, oh, I want to do this. Okay. So if someone's just getting started, would you say that they should go to like the co-working space or real estate agents and say that they're going to do a free event? Or do you think that they should charge right off the gate? Yeah. So first one, actually probably first several, I I didn't charge. For me then it was more of a lead gen. I was getting social media management clients. Now the purpose of my workshops, I don't even, I can't take on anyone. So it's really to teach everyone how to do it themselves. So now I charge because it went from kind of informative and now it's very educational. So I would say, you know, just so you don't give everything away, if it's free, make it a little more, you know, high level share, and then obviously share what you do. And I always tell people it's not a bad idea to provide snacks. (laughs) I know my first workshops, I got people in the door because, you know, bagels and coffee will be served and they saw food. They said, sure, why not? And then they left as clients of mine. And yeah, so I would say the first few, you just, just like with any corporate job, we all start as interns, right? We have to earn our keep and show people that we know what we're talking about. So. My biggest advice is one, you know, find a space that is, that, you know, aligns with what you do. Like, again, the two co-working spaces I've done, both were female entrepreneurs, like all of their members were female entrepreneurs and a lot of them moms. So it was, it made total sense for me to present to them. And then obviously the title company, I've done real estate marketing for years. So it, it works, you know, and now I just work with small businesses and mainly female entrepreneurs. So it's kind of cool how I kind of let the journey and the business guide who I was going to work with. And because again, I didn't know what I was doing. So I really think if you show up, you know, you do these workshops, you show up on social media as you are your community and your niche will kind of fall in your lap. If you're really confused, I obviously suggest hiring a mentor, hiring a coach from the beginning. Don't, it wouldn't have taken me as long, but the journey has been really, really cool. And I think just, earning everyone's trust and going in there and doing these workshops for free. I don't, I don't regret that at all. So once everyone knew who I was and trusted me, then I started, I started charging and every two to three workshops, I pretty much double what I charge. I love that. So what is your going rate right now for a workshop? It's 1000, which actually even my mentor is like, that should be more. But, you know, I started by charging 300 and then I was charging like 450 and then I was doing 600. So they're 90 minutes and you always factor in the fact that you have to drive, you have to set up, you have to prep. So I, I'm still kind of on the cheap side, but for me, it's, I get so much out of it. I'm very extroverted. And to me, I want to be the go-to in my city for this. So a lot of places, if I say a thousand might not be able to afford it. So, you know, work your way up, like start with maybe again, factor your time in. What do you want to make hourly? Remember, it's probably a 30 minute drive there, 30 minute drive home. You're going to need to, you know, 30 minutes to set up. So again, little things that I didn't do in the beginning (laughs) when I was charging 200, I'm like, that was like four hours of my time. That's not anything. So that's how I would factor how much you want to make. And obviously if there's going to be 50 people, you want to charge a lot more because guess what happens? You end up staying around answering questions for an hour plus 
you end up getting emails after. <laughs> so set boundaries for sure and know how many attendees are coming. But if it's just like 10 or so people, I charge a thousand and then they make money too. I mean, most of the, the co-working and the title company I work with charge for my workshops now. I think that's really smart. And also I think it depends on your end goal because if mm -hmm. you're going to these and you're getting clients and that is your end goal, which I know right now it's not your end goal, but that's worth more, you know, like even if you're only charging 200, but you're getting leaving with three clients, like I would take the three clients over the 200. Any Absolutely. So I love that. Okay. So tell me some of the workshops you do. What are their, like, what's the title of the workshops? So I, I do have one for LinkedIn, which was really fun. That one had like 50 attendees, people. It was kind of cool because I thought LinkedIn wouldn't be as exciting to people as Instagram and everyone showed up. It was, it was pretty cool. That's just how to grow a personal brand on LinkedIn. And my Instagram is called make the gram your jam, which is kind of silly, but I just tell everyone, I'm like, look, this is why Instagram is, is my jam because without it, I would be back in a nine to five. So I teach folks everything from you, you know, niching down what your profile, what should be included, what shouldn't be included and how to attract ideal clients, what kind of content to post, how to use stories. And obviously my big one, which you know, is how to engage and use hashtags. So those are my two main ones. And then the one I'm doing soon, which unfortunately was canceled because of the coronavirus, but we're hoping to move it virtual is just social media 101. And it's going to be a six week program that takes them through kind of, you know, starting again with the number one, who do you want your audience to be? What is your niche to brand messaging, to content stories, et cetera. But it's going to take them through Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. They can do all three without spending too much extra time, just repurpose on all three platforms. Obviously, like, you know, you have to pivot messaging a little bit, but I'm really excited about that one. Ah, that sounds awesome. And my brain's over here, like swirling around, like, ah, oh, everyone <laughs> wants to know about Facebook ads. Like <laughs> I need to get like at these things, doing one around Facebook ads and yes. local business. And I can't take on clients, but I would so love to do workshops. I just think that this is a great way to connect with your local community and yeah. there's so much power in local community. And so I'm excited to do these. I'm excited to see oh. our audience just take hold of this and go out and book these. I think this is going to be really something powerful that not a lot of people are doing. Yeah. And the thing is with the local community, I mean, who's going to, you see it now with coronavirus, we're all supporting small businesses, but specifically we're supporting our local businesses or we're trying to best we can. So obviously this is a scary time, but one thing it's really taught me is just, oh my gosh, community is all we have when it comes to this sort of stuff. I mean, the outreach I've seen. So I think when we come out of this, I mean, people are going to be begging for human connection and to learn and get out and to grow and to connect. And when you offer something like a Facebook ad training, or, you know, even if it's, if you're a photographer and you just want to host some sort of workshop on, you know, basics of DSLR photography, people are going to hop on that now more than ever because we're all sitting in our homes making plans for what we're going to do when we get out. So, you know, it'll be a great time to really pitch. And, you know, if you're having trouble finding a place like Brandy said, just get 
creative. Think about, I mean, there's so, I've done an event in a clothing boutique before. I mean, I'm not a blogger. I'm not a stylist, but I wanted to get female entrepreneurs together. I have a brand photographer I use and I asked, I was like, Hey, would you want to get together? We do an event. So we did it inside this cute little clothing boutique. I did my pitch on social media, the importance of it, gave them a packet with hashtags, content calendar, et cetera. And then the rest of the day or the rest of the morning, Jamie went and took their photos for LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. And it was so much fun. We, you know, sold it out within days and it was, again, it's like the word of mouth is marketing, you know, (laughs) old school marketing, but it still works. And the boutique put it out on Instagram. And then between the photographer and I we're throwing it out there. And then of course, all the people who came and got their photos taken and left with packets of, you know, an entire Instagram strategy, they wrote about us. So it's really, you can get creative. If you can't think of a place, if you know anyone that owns, you know, a restaurant, a boutique, anything like that, you could do it there. And if you don't know anyone personally who runs one, just go somewhere that you feel comfortable and just ask them because it's publicity for them too. Yes. I love so much about this. I think it's just such an easy like it's an easy idea. I know that some people it's going to take a little bit of push to get them to go and try to do this, but I think, Oh my gosh, what a gift to your community, to your Mm -hmm. business. And I'm just excited to see the people who implement this because I, I feel like there's a lot of power in this and that's why I wanted Mm -hmm. to have you on. So before we wrap up, I do want to end with some rapid fire. So you (laughs) have to tell me like the first word that comes to your mind, but the first like phrase sentence that comes to your mind. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So what is your favorite part of your business? Uh, connecting with people. Love it. Okay. Question two, favorite software or tool you can't live without. Oh my gosh. Dubsado. <laughs> this is so funny because we, everyone usually says Dubsado or ClickUp oh. and I was expecting you to have something different, but I love yeah, it. I, Dubsado. Uh, I mean, I'm still learning, <laughs> but it's awesome. Ah, I love that. Okay. So the, what is the best conference you've ever been to? Ooh, well, I wanted to go to yours. <laughs> Gosh, I haven't been to one in a long time. I can't even think. I will, I'll say one that I really want to go to. Okay. Yeah. Well, one, your, if you do yours again, and then um, Rachel Hollis rise, I would love to go. Oh, perfect. And we actually did do our conference. It was just I virtual. It we looked pivoted. amazing. Right when I was planning on it, cause I was going to get a ticket, you know, I was messaging you and yeah. you know, we're in the midst of selling our house. So I didn't know. I was like, we might be moving and then coronavirus. So, but yeah, I mean, what a way you should applaud yourself. That was really cool how you did that. It was great. We had a blast and yes, we will let you know about the next one because yes. I would love to have you there. Okay. So question four, tell me the best piece of business advice you've ever received. Let's see. Oh, it was my first coach. And she said, are you a freelancer or are you a CEO? And I was like, CEO, <laughs> she's like, uh, not with that attitude. So really confident, find someone. If you can't find it in yourself, find someone who will help get you there because sure, you know, you can start messy like I did, but until you gain that confidence, you're, you're just going to stay stuck and you are capable and you are worthy of being a CEO. 
I love that. That's such a great way to just end this conversation. And I think that a CEO would also go out and get some of these workshops booked. And Mm -hmm. that would be the difference between a freelancer and a CEO is a freelancer wouldn't do these things. Right. Exactly. I love that. I love that. Okay, Shannon. So tell my listeners, where can they connect with you? So I'm on Instagram as boutique social DC and it's DC because of, you know, live right in DC. A lot of people ask me, what's the DC stand for? Like district of Columbia. So Instagram boutique social DC, Facebook also boutique social DC and on LinkedIn, I'm Shannon McKinstry. It's M C K I N S T R I E. And be sure to message me and say, you know, Brandy and because sometimes I miss new followers and I'll be sure to show you some love back because that's why we're on social media. It's to connect with, with other people. So I love that. And we'll link all of this up in the show notes. So you Thank can you. easily connect with Shannon. Yay. I have a feeling we're going to have you back on because oh, I, I love podcasts. I want to have one, but oh, um, <laughs> I love it. And I know some good <laughs> podcast managers for you, but because you were talking and you said that we're supposed to be ending this, but you were talking and you said that you get most of your clients from Instagram. And I tell my people all the time, it's way easier to get clients in Facebook groups are on LinkedIn, but I feel like with your interview, it may flip the switch. So we'll definitely have to have you back on. Oh yeah, definitely. No, I mean, Facebook's wonderful too. I think it's just, that's where always people direct people to me. So that's what I always say too. I'm like, word of mouth. It's like so many people follow me and go, oh, so-and-so told me to follow you. I'm like, well, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Shannon. Well, thank you so much. And we will chat soon. Awesome. Talk to you soon. Y'all, Shannon just dropped all kinds of bombs on us. I love this so much. Getting out into your local community and setting up workshops to get clients. This was gold. This is a whole new way of marketing your business than anyone that I've ever had on here. And I'm sold y'all like I can't even take on clients and I want to go start booking these. So I know the first thing I'm going to do is look at all the co-working spaces in my area. I'm going to make a list and then I'm going to be contacting them about setting up a Facebook ad workshop. And I'm probably even going to do it for free for the first one because I'm excited. I cannot wait to connect with my local community and just see what this is all about. And maybe I'll take on some local business clients, who knows, or direct them to our ServeScale Sword directory. So I'm so excited about this episode. I'd love for you to reach out to Shannon and just give her some love and tell her like what your biggest ahas were. Make sure to take a picture of this podcast episode and tag me in social and on Instagram stories so I can share you with my audience. And until next time, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into that six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.